0: Hey guys, it's Tempechow coming from Jekyll Island Club in Jekyll Island, Georgia, which of course is where the Federal Reserve was formed. You can see on this door it has the name Aldrich. Aldrich being the name of the, I believe it was the father-in-law of Rockefeller, and uh, so basically you got the six of the richest people in the world who decided that they would take a train car all underneath fake names down to Jekyll Island to hatch the plan for the Federal Reserve. And, uh, you know, there was an Aldrich plan that actually preceded the Federal Reserve Act. And then everybody knew that he was, you know, basically the globalist of his day. And the plan didn't end up going uh, into fruition because people knew who he was and knew that he was, you know, obviously a a big banker, big money monopolist. Uh, Funny, we do actually have the very nice Monopoly set over here. So very fitting that we have that. In, uh, in Jekyll Island. So anyways, uh, they repackaged the plan a few years later. Uh, so I think the original plan was in 1911, that one failed eventually December 23rd, 1913 is when they snuck through the Federal Reserve Act and so Nelson Aldrich was the one who had the train car that they went down underneath fake names to Jekyll Island where they actually hatched the plan. And I just got here so I'm not really sure what room is what but you know you see over here we got some pictures of uh you know over here is JP Morgan and uh Rockefeller so we've got yeah JP Morgan Jr. and we have William Rockefeller that are in this picture and then over here I believe this might be the room of the Federal Reserve was actually hatched because um, it says Federal Reserve on this on the door over here. Pulitzer's. I'm not really sure what, uh, you know, what Pulitzer's uh, connection to all this stuff is. But this is, uh, you know, for all the bad stuff that's going on, it is really amazing, all the stuff. Hello, sir. Hello. Hi. 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 I was the one who did a video with you last week with John Snyson. Oh, yeah. uh, I was doing a little little video, but can you just say hi to the camera, sir? Uh, yeah, who do I say hi, hi to? Uh, I'm, I'm with, I am with Josh, You just in a world of media, so I was just filming some videos for okay. the conference and yeah, I just
1: ran
0: into it, so... Yeah, That's all right. Did you just grab me I just caught Jero uh, Griffin off guard and he just told me that that actually is the room where the Federal Reserve, the plan for the Federal Reserve was hatched uh, directly in the room behind me and, you know, for those of you who don't know, I mean, this is... You know the reason why a lot of the pain and suffering in the world is going on is because of uh, of the Reserve Act and everything that's come uh, since then. And I've gone into great detail many times. Uh, you know exactly why that is a bad thing. But over here we see uh, the plaque showing you know different owners of it. it would be the Jekyll Island Development Associate. Uh, of course, it's in 1986 when I was born. But yeah that was uh interesting uh yeah the first people i had into over here we also have the bcs that are going on today which i did not know about so uh hopefully we can try to grab some interviews with some people so right now it's last call at the bar the other day this room is locked and i was under the impression i couldn't get in here today i was going to see if i can give her a tip and it, it turns out the doors are wide open this is where the plan to take over the world of the Federal Reserve was hatched in these rooms over here, or this this actual room. So who do we have over here? Just looking at this in real time right now. We have Benjamin Strong. We have Frank Vanderlitt, Paul Warburg, who Paul Warburg was actually who they modeled uh, in the play Annie. He was Daddy Warbucks. Warbucks. And and Daddy Warbucks, he had a quote that said, we shall have a one world government. It's only a matter through consent or request. That's Paul Warburg. Henry Davison, uh, Senator Nelson Aldrich. I believe he was the father-in-law of Rockefeller. Everybody knew he was. He a... was married
1: into the Rockefeller.
0: Everybody knew that he was a scumbag, and he proposed the original Federal Reserve plan that actually had a different name to it. And they knew that he was deep state, and so that plan got killed. They all came down here in his uh, train car. I think was it 1911 when they came, or 1910? And here we go: six men from the elite banking financial world in 1910 and we've got uh, Andrew Platt, or yeah, Andrew Platt, who is a Treasury Secretary, and a lot of these guys were actually front guys for other people who are behind them. Basically, the reason slavery was uh, able to be abolished is because it wasn't really abolished. They found out it was much more effective for them to be able to have a system where people didn't know that they were slaves, and you could just extract the money from them. So since the Fed is private, they never had the money to begin with, what they to do is print money out of thin air, buy up resources, have other people owe interest to them on assets they never had to begin with. And so it's actually a much, much more effective means of uh, slavery and theft than just, you know, forcing people into slavery, because you force somebody to be a slave, they're not going to work very hard, you know, they're obviously not going to like their job, I mean, no, you know, it's really putting things lightly. Um, but if you can convince people that they're free, and that they have their own free will, and their own free volition, then they're willing to work much harder, uh, you know, for what what remnants are left of capitalism that are going on. But really it was because of the Federal Reserve that, uh, you know, basically created a high-tech Slave grid. So you know, if you have Black Lives Matters and you have Antifa and you have all these, even all these, all the regular groups. I and mean, it's one thing that everyone should come together. That you know, until we deal with the issue of sexual banking, fractional reserve banking, uh, money that's based on debt. Every other issue pales in comparison to this. You can't fix all these budget problems. You can't balance the budget. Uh, you can't. I mean, I guess you could, but you know, because the money's based on debt, you always have more debt than you have money, and the money actually is debt, because the money, it's our what we call money, the dollar bills in our pocket, are actually Federal Reserve notes that are backed by Treasury bill bonds and notes, which are also debt, meaning that our money is debt. And so, you can't get rid of debt, because if you got rid of debt, you'd get rid of money. Now, you could, uh, but I'm just saying in the current construct, you can't. So it's a very hard thing to wrap your head around. And I you know, highly recommend you guys read *Creature from Jekyll Island*. J e k y l l. This is this is where it went down over here. Very beautiful place. So not, uh, you know. And, and so we are here with the Red Pill event. Skiver uh, Griffin's event just ran into him. I uh, sort of caught him off guard. by surprised. But you know, this is this is it's ground zero right here. Absolute ground zero.
1: Currently plotting the
0: overthrow of the current monetary system, where the Federal Reserve was actually hatched, so they left the door open, and now we're uh, we're taking over, taking over the planet. So, and the Fed, ignore the Fed. Fuck you, government.
1: us Ulbricht is serving a double life sentence without parole for all nonviolent charges for creating a website. Please help free this peaceful man. Go to freeross.org and sign and share the petition.
0: Thank you for watching our recent video. Behind me is the Jekyll Island Club, which is where the Federal Reserve was formed. And so, in addition to making content and in addition to making you know different YouTube videos and library videos, I'm also a financial advisor with a great track record. Uh, 2019 we had almost got almost all the gains of the SP 500, and then when everything hit the fan in March of 2020, we had almost none of the losses. What I'd really recommend if you have not seen it uh, is check out my speech where it was given uh, February 11th down in Acapulco, Mexico, uploaded to YouTube February 19th. And at the end of that video, I did a little GoPro commercial, sort of like I'm doing now that was ad-libbed, where I told people what the investment strategy was. I told people that what we had did is we were uh, long the S&P 500 while also buying put options on the S&P 500. And what that meant was, that was how we were able to get this because I knew the market was going to either keep going up because of federal reserve money printing, or it was going to collapse because reality would actually set in. So, you know, how many advisors actually protected your clients against that? I mean, I would say hardly any of them. So unless you were in a position where, you know, you made almost all the gains last year and didn't make the, didn't you know really participate in that many of the losses this year, then then you don't have a reason to call me. But you know, if that's, not the case then i would go check out the website thelibertyadvisor.com where you can book a time to talk with myself and get a free consultation to see if we could help put you on a better path again that's thelibertyadvisor.com and thank you very much and hope to talk with you and your family soon take care Merry Christmas and happy holidays, everyone. Today is December 23rd, which also is the anniversary of the Federal Reserve, which is never neither federal nor reserving anything. That's a whole other subject. But during this holiday season, it's important to keep in mind that the only time Jesus used violence was against the money changers. So when people ask, what would Jesus do? Just remember that going into a temple and flipping over tables and whipping bankers is not outside the realm of possibility. And episode three that we recorded uh, gets into the history of central banking and also gets into Macron and how his how he's tied into the central banking. But anyways, I made this video back in 2016 that explains why we are all slaves to central bankers. This was recorded on Facebook lives and a few times it cuts in and out and I edited those out. This is very important information to understand. It was not political. It's not about being a Republican or being a Democrat. I mean, basically, if you're alive today, you're getting screwed by the system. So I'd I'd ask you to, you know, in the name of the holiday spirit and in the name of Jesus to actually watch this video because it's very important that this information gets out. And unfortunately this information is not very well known. Hey everyone it's Tim Pichot and today I just want to make a really quick video explaining how we are all slaves to central bankers. And so what I want to do and I don't want this to be a really long video, a really long drawn out, but actually first let me make sure. But how the financial system works and I'll bring this a little bit closer is you've got the treasury department. Draw a little box there for you. have got the Fed, which isn't federal, but that's for another day. And then you've got the two big to fail mega banks up here. If I could draw a giant blood sucking squid, maybe I would. But how things worked from uh, 2008 into 2014, what was happening is that, uh, well, this, this part has always happened. So the treasury gives the authority to print money or to, uh, you know, print or, uh, you know, just enter ones and zeros on a computer. They give that authority to the federal reserve. Then the federal reserve from 2008 to 2014 was allowing the two big to megabanks mega banks to borrow that money between zero and 0.25% interest. Then what was happening is that we were then, they were then lending the money back. They were then selling the money, the bonds back to the fed to the tune of the fed ended up now has a balance sheet of 4.4 trillion dollars. And so what they're talking about was actually selling these bonds, paying them off their books and then into the public. So if the intent of doing this program was to stimulate the economy, then if we now we're doing the opposite of that, then wouldn't the design, the end of end result be the opposite of that where it ends up hurting the economy. So where I'm going with this is that, the the big megabank since they are then lending it back to the Fed at let's say three percent or two percent, there's an arbitrage in there where they're just making money on everything they're doing. So they're basically getting free money. So if I'm saying, hey, I'll sell this to you to, for a dollar and then I'll buy it right back for three dollars, I mean, who the hell wouldn't want to get on get in on that deal? It's an amazing deal. I and mean, I don't know why this is going uh, full screen again. But what I'm saying is that this entire system is fraudulent because why can't the American people? Just borrow money from ourselves and not even have to pay interest on it. The whole thing is a scam. And the biggest part of the scam that most people don't realize is that since our money is actually created from debt, what that means is that in 1913, when the Fed was created, actually on uh, the day before Christmas Eve, when there was only a couple of people on the floor, but that's again, it's a whole other story. So the very first dollar that was created had 4% interest on it. So that meant after year one, you owed a dollar four now if you only created one dollar then how do you ever pay back a dollar for well then you've got to borrow another dollar and so why the system is basically rigged is you've got let's say you've got the debt here and this represents the debt and then let's say the money is over here and then the money you're gonna have less money because you know there's interest on the debt not in the money if you actually go to let's say pay off your debt What you're doing is you're actually decreasing the monetary supply so if you could actually take all the money in existence use it to pay off all the debt and what would happen is there would be a a uh first a deflationary spiral then a hyperinflation where the money would become absolutely the whole system would basically implode and i think rather than me rambling in on this right now what i want to do is actually show you guys a quick video that i have so i'm going to turn this around i didn't make this up it's called uh hidden secrets of money Part four, we'll get zoomed in on here, and we'll get this playing.
1: But first, we need to understand the mumbo jumbo of the so-called debt ceiling. It's all based on a huge paradox. There was interest due on that bond, and there was interest due on every one of those loans that the banks made. That means that there is interest due on every dollar in existence. Let me ask you something. If you borrow the very first dollar into existence, and that's the only dollar that exists on the planet, but you promise to pay it back plus another dollar's worth of interest, where do you get the second dollar to pay the interest? The answer is that you have to borrow that one into existence and promise to pay it back with interest as well. So now there are two dollars in existence, but you owe four, and so on and so on. The result is there's never enough currency to pay the debt. There is always more debt in the system than there is currency in existence to pay the debt. Therefore, the whole system is impossible. It is finite. It will come to an end one day. What would happen if the government stopped borrowing to do deficit spending? Are the payments on those treasury bonds going to stop? What would happen if the public stopped borrowing and going deeper into debt? Are your house and car payments going to stop? No. There is a payment due every month on the principal plus the interest on every dollar in existence and those payments do not stop. If we stop borrowing, then no new currency is created to replace the currency that we used to make those payments. Whether you're making a payment on a loan or paying tax to make a payment on a bond, the portion of the payment that goes to pay off the principal extinguishes that portion of the debt. But the debt also extinguishes the currency. Currency and debt are like matter and antimatter. When they meet, they annihilate each other. If we just pay off the principal only on all the loans and bonds that exist, the entire currency supply just vanishes. So if we don't go deeper into debt every year, look what happens. The whole thing goes into a deflationary collapse under the weight of those payments. Politicians and
0: Okay, so again, if you guys want to see that entire video that is called uh, "Hidden Secrets of Money," Which is one of the videos I stumbled across. And so when you see all these politicians talking about, you know, know, we're going to get rid of the debt, we're going to lower the debt, it's, it's basically mathematically impossible at this point to do anything, even from day one, it's mathematically impossible because of the very first dollar you created, the whole system is based on debt. Now we have people like Abraham Lincoln, who you know I'm no, you know not a huge fan of Abraham Lincoln, but one of the things he said was, "I have an army in front of me, that's the South, and I have an army of European bankers at my rear, and I have far more fear the army at my rear." You've got other guys like Thomas Jefferson, who and again I'm paraphrasing here, who said things along the lines of, "Ever allow private central banks to issue the currency and credit of our nation." our grandchildren are going to end up homeless on the continent our forefathers conquered first by inflation then by deflation and then it goes on and on and on and then you've got guys like Andrew Jackson saying you know you guys are a tent of vipers and by eternal god i shall route you out and again i'm not just saying this as some layman i was probably one of the youngest people ever to pass the certified financial planner exam so i've got you know the, the proof up there uh, I don't know if that's coming in right, but you know, I was on the class. Uh, so, I mean, when it comes to this stuff, I mean, this is my absolute main wheel work right now, trying to make it home, see my kids, but hope you guys found this valuable and this is probably have more of the videos that are going to be coming out with, uh, with soon. So.